Okay, so one thing about me, I'm going to get my food delivered. It kind of just falls under the general umbrella of convenience, which as we know is a core principle of my life. And I've been a DoorDash user for a while now, as I'm sure many of you are, but I specifically want to talk to you about DashPass because it's kind of really the way you get the most from delivery, which as a side note, if you use code CBC24, you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. But let's zoom in for a second on what DashPass is. Basically, it's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door. So it's helping you save money and time with every DoorDash order. And number one, $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders. So it makes it really easy to save on groceries, retail items, restaurants, all of your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. And then this is the thing that really sold me. DashPass pays for itself on average in two orders. So it makes delivery even more worth it. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for only $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less. Sign up for DashPass today only on DoorDash. Use code CBC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for DashPass. Subject to change, terms apply. Hi guys, I'm Emma. And I'm Julie. And welcome back to another episode. Hey, Joel. I am. Not a hell of a lot going on today in terms of breaking news stories. I just think that every single celebrity is either one of three places, which is Beyonce, the Taylor Swift concert, or the South of France. And there's absolutely no in between. Like they can't be creating drama when they're unavailable at the moment. I know. I feel like the most thing we got is that video, which I don't even really know what was going on, of Selena Gomez getting heated at the Beyonce concert in Paris. I think what happened there is that a fan tried to come up to her and security stopped them. And then she got upset with security for stopping them. That is the exact type of video I love because it's so raw. Yes. You know, like she was reacting in that moment, not knowing, or forget about not knowing she was filmed, not caring that she was filmed. Yes. Yes. We got a lot of good, just, I mean, it's not worth talking about on a podcast because it really requires a visual, but between Taylor and Beyonce, the celebrity at other massive celebrities concerts content is so good. Who would you say your favorite was? Something about Hoda at Taylor was getting me. Something about Paul Rudd at Taylor was getting me. Paul Rudd at Taylor was getting me because they were having so much fun. I have never cared about Aaron Rodgers a day in my life and I still don't. But if he's dancing at a Taylor Swift concert, I'm here for the content. That is exactly how I felt. And also Mariska Hargitay at one of the MetLife nights. I heard this, I can't remember. I feel like I heard it on the radio yesterday when I was driving, but someone was saying that were you just laughing that I was listening to the radio instead of? Yeah, I was just, <laughs> sorry. I the know. Only, the only two people in my life who have ever said to me like, oh, I heard this on the radio. It was like you occasionally and my dad, anytime he listens to NPR, which is every single day. Oh, yeah, but my radio, it's not like I'm, I mean, listen, sometimes I fuck with the Z100 100%, but it's Sirius XM. I'm doing 70s on 7 and switching back and forth between that and Pop 2K. No, I, I get it. Like, <laughs> I so get it. It was just like the repeating of a radio story that really got me. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I, I do understand why. It, it does feel very like mom driving on their way to Whole Foods, which is exactly what I was doing to get guacamole. But yes, anyway, I think I heard this on the radio. They were saying that I, Kate Upton was also at the concert, but it wasn't sitting in like the VIP section. And they watch like Mariska Hargitay call her and be like, hey, it's over here. And then Kate Upton made her way to the VIP section. And the person was saying, it's just so fascinating, the logistics of like celebrities at these types of concerts, because obviously they're not getting their tickets in the way your average person is. So I too am fascinated with like the behind the scenes of all that. 
Me too. And I know that celebrities at concerts is not a new thing. Like this is something we have seen time and time again. It just feels like with the Beyonce and the Taylor Swift stadium tour summer, it feels like they're coming out in droves. Like, I don't know. I feel like we've never seen it to this extent before. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we have seen it before. It just feels like a real lot. And could that partially be because of the way that everyone is posting the videos on TikTok? So it becomes your entire For You page, possibly. But, which is kind of a seamless transition into our first thing here, of course, Shauna Camila at one of the MetLife nights for the Eras tour. And it feels like they are back together in a big way. <laughs> in a big way. Okay, so... If we go back a few months to April 14th, they were seen at Coachella together. And at that time, a source told Page Six, Shauna Camila remained friends with a lot of love and history between them, but they aren't dating again. They've stayed in touch since their breakup and decided to meet up at Coachella since they were both going. The source went on to say, quote, one thing led to another as the night progressed, but the kiss was a quote, one-off, which clearly nothing could have been less true because since then we've seen them everywhere. We saw them walking around the city holding hands. We saw that video of her leaving his apartment, which if you haven't seen that, I'm going to put the link in the description just because I feel like the angle, at least the one that I saw, really just shows how many paparazzi there are and how overwhelming that must have been for her. Like I know it happens a lot, but for some reason that particular angle, I feel like just really highlighted it. But yeah, I mean, at Taylor Swift, it was just all bets are off. I mean, that was a lot of PDA. Can I ask you a question though, actually, that I've been meaning to ask you about the Camila leaving his apartment video? Yes. Was it weird he didn't walk her to her car? Okay, I swear on my life, I was thinking that, not that it was necessarily weird, just if that was the decision the two of them made together, which it must have been. I guess the question is more so, if you have security, which I have to assume she did in that swarm of paparazzi, Is chivalry then off the table? Like he doesn't have to do it because there's already somebody walking her to her car? Yes, and I do feel that way. I mean, think about in so many of these instances, that's what happens. It's like kind of the understood thing that security would then just be the quote escort. Does Sean have to get a new chiropractor now? Maybe. Is that crazy? I mean, I, I'm I'm never really sure what went on there. I mean, because in the in the time that him and Camila were seen at Coachella, I think there was another spotting of him and, and said chiropractor together at the farmer's market or something. And so maybe they were just friends this whole time and there's there's no issue with him getting his back a little cracked still. But I don't know. <laughs> I have a feeling he's gonna have to he's gonna have to find a new one. Which honestly could be the biggest loss in all of this. Cause once you find a chiropractor, you like it is hard to give that up. I mean, you know how I feel about Dr. G. I, I still talk about that. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> if you're a chiropractor in New York or LA, this is your fucking time to shine. Yeah, for real. The thing about the situation that I just find so funny is I think it was after Coachella when they were making out, you and I came on the podcast and we were saying that more so as a general concept, as a celebrity, it must be kind of frustrating when, you know, you have this ex and you may just have a hookup with them and all of a sudden every tabloid that's covering it is citing it as you guys dating, which it may not be you dating. It may just be you hooking up with an ex, which is a very relatable thing that happens to a lot of people or even not an ex, just having a one-off hookup. It doesn't necessarily translate to dating, but you know, an article isn't going to necessarily publish Sean and Camila hooking up. Typically, the verbiage they'll use is dating. And so here we are making that whole claim. And now, I mean, who knows? It really could just be hooking up, but it does kind of feel like they're going back into the dating realm. I think they're, I mean, clearly they're fully back together. You know, the makeout could have been a one-off at Coachella. Like if we took that as an isolated incident, no, that doesn't mean they're back together. 
I cannot imagine a scenario in which they are spending this much time together after that makeout that isn't pointing at them being fully, fully back together. Okay, so here's my thing on it. And I don't disagree with you because yes, I certainly feel that this amount of PDA, this amount of togetherness would probably signal them being back together or at the very least moving towards being back together. I guess the thing is I would have that stance a lot more firmly if it wasn't two people that I feel give such little fucks about the press, meaning Sean and Camila are very famous. Like they are both A-listers in their own right. Of course, together they're the superstar couple, but I just don't feel like they have that same strategic mind with the paparazzi in the way that a lot of other people in their exact position would. Meaning nine out of 10 times, I would say to you, two people this famous choosing to make out and be publicized in this way. Yeah, they certainly know what they're doing. And I'm not saying they don't. I just genuinely feel like they care a little bit less about the story that's going to run than a lot of other people do. Like Sean Mendes is so happy to walk around wherever, be photographed, not really give a fuck. He doesn't need to go to the Equinox in West Hollywood. He could be having a trainer come to his house, but he, that's not what he wants to do. I don't know what I think about that. Like, I don't know what I think about the role that the paparazzi plays in Shawn Mendes' life, whether it's passive or not, because there are times where I'm like, yep, he is just living his life. He doesn't care. He is at the farmer's market. He is at Equinox. He is in the city doing what he's going to do regardless. But then there are times, and specifically with Camila, where I'm like, you guys are seeing this too, right? I mean, when they would go for their COVID walks in like slow-mo with open cups of coffee in their hand as like a paparazzi is following them around in neighborhood. I was like, wait. And then most recently when she's leaving his apartment surrounded by paparazzi and he's like kind of just standing at the door. So they get a shot of him too, but he's not walking outside to be shot. Like, I don't know. There's something, it's a, it's a strange relationship with the paparazzi they have. I wouldn't say it's entirely passive at all. It just feels like I'm struggling to find the words to accurately express what I mean. And I hope if you're listening, maybe you have had a similar thought and also can't vocalize it as well. But it's just like, they are very aware of how famous they are and in so many ways operate as such, yet at the same time, not at all. And it's just this really interesting spot that I don't find that many A-listers to be in. Yeah, I think so too. I I just keep going back to that apartment video. Like if you want to leave the apartment without being seen, you leave the apartment without being seen. How many times have we seen a celebrity leave the apartment or it's like one person happened to catch them as they're walking by? Like a swarm of paparazzi. It's just, I feel like we have, and listen, I'm not saying that's like, that they're not back together. I'm not saying that it's for PR. Like that's not what I mean. I think that as we've discussed a lot with celebrity relationships, like They can be fully together and it can be very real while also playing into their public persona and like playing the PR game of it well. I just think that the way that we have come to understand paparazzi and celebrity culture is a lot of the time, if paparazzi are there, it's because the person wants them to be there. No, I understand. I'm not saying that that's not the case. That video of her was wild though. Like I know it's nothing uncommon to see that many people. For some reason, the angle that it was shot, I'm going to put the link in case anyone didn't see it. I just felt like this is a lot. (laughs) Because did it feel like he lived in a very normal building? Yes, yes. It looked like he was standing in like a vestibule of a buzz up apartment. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to do some more research on that and then then come back. But just, I don't know, guys, potentially this, the summer of, of Sean and Camila. Sean, Camila, and a whole lot of stadium tours. Or two very big stadium tours, rather. Mm-hmm. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game with the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. You can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it when we say anywhere. With Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents 18 or older, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15, 2024. Void where prohibited. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but last week there was a tip from Dumas saying that Austin Butler and Kaya Gerber were engaged, which keep in mind, they've been dating since the end of 2021. And as this rumor started to get a little bit more life to it, a source came out to page six saying that information is false. They are not engaged. At the same time, this was all going viral. There was photos of them out to dinner with Kaya's parents, Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber, which kind of just further fueled the rumors. Who knows whether or not that's true. They're maintaining that it's not. To me, it's not so much about that. Like at this moment, this is really a non-story story. To me, the thing to kind of focus on here is obviously for as long as celebrity culture has existed, there have been rumors. And a lot of times when those rumors get to a certain extent, it prompts a response sometimes directly from that celebrity, sometimes from their camp, sometimes planted by an anonymous source, whatever you want to call it. But a lot of the time there has to be some substance there in order for them to respond. And what I find to be so mind-blowing is the way that Dumois has really entered into the equation and that there were no paparazzi photos here. Yes, of course, the photos of them with her parents came out after the fact, but this was just an anonymous tip that Dumois posted. And the amount of life that that got to the point where a source is then making a comment to page six, to me, like if you just look at this big picture, it says so much more about Dumois' role in all of this. It's really interesting because I think people have all of this information and that's not necessarily new. Things have always made their way through the grapevine in terms of celebrity gossip. It's just now they have a place to bring it to. And what I think is so interesting is that it then puts the celebrity and their PR teams in a really interesting position in terms of what they're going to respond to and what they're just going to let die out. Because there are certain stories that will pop up on Dumois where it's up for 24 hours and no one really pays attention to it and it kind of just dies out. And then there are ones that really pick up traction and really make their way around the internet and really a new life is, you know, is given to it. And so it's interesting to see not only what celebrities are going to respond to and what they find worth their time or worth their energy to respond to, but also what gets picked up and spread around versus what just dies out. 
Yeah, and I think oftentimes there's a really simple root of it, which is, of course, there's the salaciousness and the juiciness and what kind of makes for the most shock-worthy content. Of course, you know, people want to talk about that. People want to spread that. But on the most basic level, it's what do people want to be true? You know, you consume a lot of information throughout the day. And I think oftentimes what we believe is the thing that we want to believe. And so I'm not saying with this Kaya and Austin one, this is just one random example. I think in general, there's a lot of focus on them as a couple. There would be regardless because they are very of the moment. But also I think Vanessa Hudgens' engagement certainly fueled the fire in terms of people caring about this more. You know, she dated Austin Butler from 2011 to 2019. She recently got engaged to Cole Tucker after two years of dating not saying people are waiting for Austin Butler to make his next move. I think they have definitely cemented their separation, but it's certainly something that people are curious about. Well, also, I think on top of that with the Vanessa Hudgens thing and why people cared about the Austin Butler engagement, whether it was true or not, is because there were also a lot of rumors that the reason that Austin and Vanessa broke up is because she was ready to get married and he wasn't. And so him potentially getting engaged to somebody else would make that story additionally more interesting because a lot of people believe that it was the reason for their split. I know, which to me kind of adds a whole other element here because who knows if that's true, but let's just say that it was, you know, she was ready to get engaged. He wasn't. That as a concept is very relatable. I feel like to people in our own lives of you know, a couple where they ended up breaking up, not entirely for this reason, but partially because one party was ready for marriage, one party wasn't. And then you see shortly thereafter, the party that wasn't ready is then in a serious relationship and then engaged. And you always wonder what's going on behind the scenes there. Again, not saying that's the case here, but I do just wonder, you know, if that was something that contributed, if then Austin and Kaya are to get engaged, if that's something Vanessa's even thinking about, or if she really feels like that was totally another life for her. I do just feel as a total side note, listen, I know, you know, Kaya Gerber specifically, she grew up very much in Hollywood. I mean, her parents are Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. In so many ways, she is much older than your average 21-year-old, but she's 21 years old. Like, not saying people don't get engaged at that age, people get engaged earlier. To me, it just from the lens of a 28-year-old, I'm like, I don't know. What's what's the rush here? I know. That's how I feel too. And I mean, they're not engaged. So I guess (laughs) <laughs> there isn't necessarily a rush, but I wouldn't be surprised if if that was soon. I, I, I'm i not saying necessarily like, oh, this is 100% it. They're 100% going to get married. I just obviously would not be shocked if an engagement came soon. I don't know about an engagement coming soon necessarily, but I do kind of feel, at least in this moment, in my opinion, could change. I do feel in this moment, they're kind of in it for the long haul. So there are obviously so many different reasons that a person would want to learn a new language. Maybe you have an upcoming trip, or maybe you just want to pick up a new skill or hobby, or maybe you're like me, and at one point you were almost fluent in Spanish, and then you kind of lost it and are trying to get it back. Whatever the reason, I want to tell you about Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it really immerses you in the language that you want to learn, which again, for me, was Spanish, and I was kind of relearning, I guess I could say, because I really do feel that when I was abroad there, I had it so much better. And my dad would always tell me, if you don't use it, you lose it. And I kind of lost it. So first of all, number one about Rosetta Stone, they have been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Second of all, it's fast language acquisition. So they immerse you in many ways. It's no English translation. So you're really learning to speak, listen, and think in that language, which for me, that's when I always could feel it clicking when I noticed myself really thinking in the language. 
It's an intuitive process. So you're picking up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it really is designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. So they have a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. There are desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off, which is a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comments by Celebs listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com comments. That's a 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com comments today. So I'm a big fan of transparency across all aspects of life. Like generally speaking, there's pretty much nothing I wouldn't rather be told straight up. But specifically when I'm buying something or paying for a service, I just want to know what I'm getting myself into. And oftentimes there can be so much nonsense or so much yada yada. For example, sneaky terms hidden in the fine print of contracts or bills that randomly go up without properly alerting you or budget airlines with cheap fares, but then exorbitant fees to make up for it elsewhere. And we just should not need to be dealing with this type of yada yada in our lives. And yes, you could read every single word of every single contract and that's one way of avoiding it. Or you can go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile that helps you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada, which honestly gives so much peace of mind. Like you shouldn't have to compromise for an okay option with sacrifices when you really deserve that full transparency. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Before getting into the Kardashian recap, we just need to take a moment to highlight Blue Ivy on stage at Beyonce, both the Paris show and the London show. Julie, this content. I cannot get over it. The first time we saw Blue on stage with Beyonce was back in January in Dubai when Beyonce was doing the opening for the Atlantis Hotel, which if you remember, that's when she was reportedly paid $24 million for the 73-minute performance, just to jog your memory there. I know there's no breaking news to report here. I just felt an overwhelming amount of joy watching those videos. And I think so much of it came from the fact that Beyonce was experiencing an overwhelming amount of joy being on stage with her. And just to see Beyonce's face of like, that is my kid. And the pride that was just running through her was so fun to be able to witness. And by the way, specifically to be able to witness through Kylie Jenner's Instagram story. It's unbelievable. But the thing is, is that Blue is always like, played a role in their career. You know what I mean? Like Blue from literally the moment she was born, her vocals of her crying were featured on a Jay-Z song that she then won the Guinness Book of World Records for being the youngest person featured on a Billboard charting song. She then won the Grammy for her vocals on Brown Skin Girl, which then gave her a second Guinness Book of World Records. Don't forget that the first time we saw Blue on stage was actually when Beyonce announced her pregnancy singing Love on Top. And so this evolution of blue has kind of always been in in front of us. And it's always been the case where Jay-Z and Beyonce have made her such an active, in a not over the top way, but part of their career and including her in that journey. And so to see her now at 11 years old on stage, forget about just being up there. I mean, killing it. Like, I think it is one of the craziest things we've ever witnessed. 
It is. And not just because we're witnessing this next generation of talent and I think are so excited of all that is to come in in all of their careers. But on top of that, just from a more zoomed out level for a second, as a fan of pop culture, you remember what it was like when Blue Ivy was born, when Jay-Z and Beyonce had their first child. Two days after her birth, Time Magazine dubbed her the most famous baby in the world. Like She has always been cemented as an icon before <laughs> she was even able to talk. And so I think there also is this moment of like, holy shit, I feel old, but also holy shit, this is so cool that I've been able to you know, just, just watch the evolution. Trust me, the holy shit I feel old is a little more overwhelming if I'm being honest. It has been hitting me like crazy recently. Blue Ivy standing up on that stage, 11 years old, dancing like she is just one of Beyonce's dancers is like, it's the same way that I felt when I saw, I mean, it's so different because this is a far more incredible feat and like really one of the crazier things that I think we've seen in pop culture. But it's how I felt when North showed up to the Lakers game courtside with one of her friends with just security and no parent. I'm like, what is going on here? No, Julie, it is so wild. And when I really think about it, for me at least, the takeaway is the way that these celebrity children have kind of made their way into culture in that having the reaction of like seeing your little cousin after not seeing them for a year and you're like, holy shit, you're in second grade. I feel so old. That is the same reaction we're having to seeing Blue Ivy on stage, to seeing Northwest courtside, you know, Lakers game, which just goes to show you that they have really been embedded in culture in a way where you feel as though you have been following their like journey of growing up in the way that you would follow someone that you know. But think about it. Like there are certain celebrity children that were so cemented in pop culture from the time that they were born, like Blue Ivy, like Northwest, like Apple Martin, like Surrey Cruz, where like their birth was such a thing because it was the coming together of, and the product of two fucking famous parents that reached levels of fame that you couldn't believe. And so when their birth came to be, it was, you know, million dollar People Magazine covers and first exclusive photos. Like their birth was made to be this very, very big deal. And so it's not just that, you know, they've kind of grown up in the public eye and you've seen them and you've watched them grow up. It's that from the time that they're, before they were even born, you have been so aware of this child's presence that watching them grow up is just like, all of a sudden it hits you. Like Apple Martin going to college is like, her name, the name Apple was one of the biggest pop culture moments in history. It was like the name that sparked a million names because no one could believe that this child was named Apple. And so now all of a sudden, not only does every celebrity baby have a crazy name and it's become such a trend, this baby who was once just a baby with a crazy name is now a full grown adult who's standing with her mom on call her daddy. Like the, the evolution of Hollywood and what we've seen is just it's it's really wild to to watch and also to have these like moments of realization of. That is exactly what I was going to say, that all of a sudden now Apple Martin is off to the side while Gwyneth is on Call Her Daddy holding up the Nepo Baby shirt that Alex gifted her. It's insane. I don't know about you guys, but I am one of those people where every year on Daylight Savings, having that extra hour of light in the evening just like completely transforms my mood. I feel like I am not me when it gets dark at 4 p.m. And obviously the flip side of that is that first morning after springing forward can be rough. So I want to tell you about something that can make it so much easier, so much more enjoyable. 
is called Hatch. And Hatch can help you choose sleep, prioritize healthy habits, and then also make the time change transition seamless and enjoyable. So the Hatch Restore helps you build sleep habits that make your unwind and wake routines simple and enjoyable. So a phone-free bedtime, no matter what time of year it is, which again, is really a habit I'm trying to change this year, and this has very much helped it. And then with the Hatch Plus subscription, you can access the latest routine building features like Cue to Unwind, which signals you that it's time for bed, and Pillow Talk, which is kind of like your favorite shows or socials without the screen to keep you up. For me, that's like such a wonderful feature because it helps me unwind, but not in a way that feels unnatural. It's kind of like the benefit I get from scrolling my phone without scrolling my phone. And then waking up in the morning is just so much more peaceful. Like I don't think it's good to wake up to that jarring alarm sound. So to have kind of an easy wake up, I've just really enjoyed my morning so much more. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of the Hatch Restore and free shipping at hatch.co slash CBC. Visit hatch.co slash CBC to get $20 off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash CBC. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Not that much in the Kardashian recap this week, but just a few things we wanted to mention. First was the headline from people saying, Kylie Jenner is still seeing Timothy Chalamet, but it's quote, not serious. A source close to the 25-year-old The Kardashian star tells people that she and Chalamet, 27, are still spending time together when they're both in her native Los Angeles. Quote, Kylie enjoys dating, but her main focus is being a mom, the insider says, clarifying that their relationship is, quote, not serious. Let me tell you how I feel when I saw that news article. I read that headline and immediately went, do Kylie and Timmy know about this? Because it doesn't feel like they do. <laughs> I, okay, call me naive. I kind of think this tracks. I mean, obviously the whole, you know, her focus is on being a mom and stuff was intentional, but I kind of feel that this could be happening. And, and kind of what we were talking about before of like, if it were to progress, we would see photos. And I was hopeful about that, but I certainly could see them just still hanging out. I am so willing, excited, happy, ready to be proven wrong. But if you were to ask me my honest, honest thoughts on this, I think they haven't seen each other in weeks. I think this just fizzled out. I don't. Well, actually, those are two separate things, the fizzling out and then the not seeing each other. I think it's very possible they haven't seen each other in weeks just because of their travel schedules. She's been in Paris. Who knows where he is filming what? But I don't necessarily think it's fizzled out. I certainly can envision a world that Kylie is on her way back from the Beyonce concert in that Sprinter van with Carter, and she has a two-minute FaceTime with Timothy. I don't think that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I don't know. Like I said, I want to be proven wrong. Like there is nothing in this world I want more than to get a paparazzi shot of Kylie and Timmy making out outside of a New York City restaurant or another shot of her car in his driveway or any sort of proof that they are still seeing each other. I just, I don't know. I just, there's a part of me that thinks that this is gone as quickly as it came. And it's very possible that that's the case. I think where I'm at is that when we initially heard this, I thought there was no way. And then once we started to really hear things internally of like, no, they are fully together in some capacity. And then we started to see some of those photos. I was like, okay, there's more life to this. So I guess I'm just not willing to abandon this after being proven wrong that it really was going on that quickly. I'm like, let's let's give it a little bit more and see what we get here. 
if Kris Jenner knows what's good for her, she'll give us a little bit more. Especially because I feel like Kardashian fans as a whole are in a little bit of a Kylie phase at the moment. Like she came in strong season premiere. She's in her confessional ranking, which family members get the drunkest. That is the exact type of content we want. We want her doing stupid shit with Kendall. Like just being on our screens in a more fun, easy, seems like she's enjoying filming kind of way. So that in conjunction with a confirmed Timothy situation. Yeah. I think that's making a real fun summer of Kylie. One thing about me, I have enough fucking Kylie Shays. Also just want to mention that it was Scott's 40th birthday last week. Hate to do this thing where we are evaluating the social media content, but just to mention it, we saw a grid post from Chris and Chloe and an Instagram story from Kim. Again, I don't think that that's any testament to his relationship with the other family members. But the thing I want to mention here is like the amount of people that sent us Chloe's posts to Scott and was like, guys, is there something wrong with me that I wish that this was a hard launch? It would fix Everything. I, have, Everything. I actually cannot explain to you. This is how I know the family is not as strategic and calculated as everybody thinks they are. If they were, this would be a plot line. There's no question. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Of course I can imagine. I can't believe that it hasn't happened yet. Courtney has moved on. Yes. Is the sister sharing thing fucking weird? Of course it is. Would it create for one of the greatest reality show plot lines ever? Fucking yes. If you think Scandaval was big, could you imagine if Chloe and Scott started dating? No, you would not know what hit you. But then on top of the fact that it would create incredible ratings, be an incredible story, be one of the best pop culture moments we've ever had, it would also <laughs> solve every problem the family has. Courtney's fine. She's with Travis. She's in her bubble. She's moved on. Chloe is obviously looking for some sort of a connection with somebody that she trusts and loves and I think clearly feels like that is something that's difficult for her to find. Scott is searching for that while also maintaining his relationship with the family in whatever way he possibly can. And so I'm sorry, I just don't see how this is a bad idea. I actually don't see how this is anything but the greatest thing that could possibly happen. Let us not forget that one of the biggest roadblocks to finding a person for any of them is someone that understands the lifestyle and can really handle it. No one understands the lifestyle better than Scott Disick. He's been in it since the Calabasas Ranch House. You know, like there is one man for the job in terms of someone who can really understand their life in this way and not be freaked out by it. Ugh. It's Listen, it is never going to happen and realistically, nor should it, but God damn can a girl dream. No, I actually think it should happen. Like, I know you're saying it shouldn't happen. I think that it should happen. He's not tall enough. Chloe, who cares? No, I care for Chloe's sake. She's not, she's not, Chloe, there's no part of, I know this is like a ridiculous conversation. Just like for one second, bear with me here. Everything else aside, like at this point, his height to me is more of a roadblock than him being Courtney's ex. Him and Courtney are so far gone that that's not even a factor. Genuinely, that is just not the type of person that Chloe is attracted to. And attraction is a really big thing in relationships. I'm sorry. that it's It's a stop before it even started because of that. You know what? MJ said to Chloe, why don't you try dating an accountant? And what she really meant by that was, why don't you try dating a nice Jewish boy? And what she meant by that was, you and Scott should be together. <laughs> I, I actually, Julie, more than Kim and Drake, more than anything, if, if you're asking me right now, what could be the biggest moment in pop culture that we would fucking lose it over? That's it. Next time someone asks us that, that is truly the answer. You know, I keep a list on my phone of 
celebrity scandals or drama or plot lines that could break that are a 10. That means the number one craziest thing that could ever happen. And that has been top of the list since the beginning. Like I, I await that day. I, I await that day because I can see it playing out as a TMZ notification, as a Kardashian's plot, so clear as day. I can't explain to you. Like, I, I know we're doing that thing where we're like making something up. Like, I don't care. Like, I, in my heart of hearts, believe that this will happen. Our friend Brian, who listens to the podcast, is just like not really a fan of when we deeply engage in hypotheticals. So, you know, he's on his like 16,000 step around Brentwood, just rolling his eyes while hearing that. But I, I do just have to say, if we're going to go there for one second, as has happened many times before, you and I will be walking together when some massive scandal breaks and we get the TMZ notification at the same time on our phones. I want to tell you something. In a hypothetical universe, if this were ever to happen and we are walking in the city and we get the TMZ notification at the exact same time, Khloe Kardashian and Scott Disick confirmed in relationship. I'm telling you right now, Julie, I would say to you, we do not have time to go to our respective apartments and get our microphone set up. We would walk over to the Saks Fifth Avenue bathroom on the third floor, take out our voice memo app, do a quick 15 minute voice memo, send it to our producer and have it go up immediately because it, that would be the type of urgency that this story would be met with. I'm sending this into Dumas just so we can talk about it. Like, I don't care <laughs> if it's true. I'm just, I'm submitting this. I, I need to, I need, I need to have a podcast where we talk about this. So like, I don't care if it's true. It's true. We got to get Ben Winston on the line is really the thing here. True. Okay. Well, I think that is where we will leave you today. We'll be back later this week for Bravo and our full Kardashian episode two recap. We love you guys. Thank you for listening and for letting us do this. 